And I'm Grace. And this is what we wish people knew. Abby Lutas is a, an adventurer, life coach, speaker, and host of the Wanderlusters Mind podcast. Abby's entire outlook on life changed when she ditched her successful sporting and professional career to travel and live abroad, returning three and a half years later to a world which she couldn't relate. Abby has now found a way to live and breathe adventure into every day. Abby works as a life coach with travelers and wanderlusters who return home and find it hard to create harmony back in their reality. She lives life to its full potential through her adventures, passions, and curiosity, inspiring others to do the same by challenging their status quo and getting creative with their path forward. Welcome to What I Wish People Knew About Destination Addiction. a brief synopsis on your background and how you became interested in destination addiction. All right. Yeah. So when I was younger, I, well, I went, I was fortunate enough to go on a lot of holidays with my family, um, which I absolutely loved. We traveled around Australia. Um, We had a caravan and would um, go traveling on Almost every year we would go on holidays. So I was always very fortunate and lucky to go on holidays. Um, but I started going on, I was um, successful enough to be going on some sporting trips. And I kind of put these as my pinnacle and my goal. And I'd go away and have, I'd have the most amazing time and compete in the competitions and everything. And then I would just come home and feel like, you know, it was all over and that was, you know, the mm. highlight of my life. You know, what was going, what was next? There was nothing next. Um, and then I started, as I got older into my um, early 20s, I started, started travelling on, on shorter trips and longer trips, um, started travelling overseas um, and the same thing started happening. I'd have these, you know, amazing trips planned or holidays to look forward to. And then I'd come home and just experience this real slump. So eventually I decided to um, leave Australia. I packed up my life here and um, went traveling uh, through South America and ended up living in Canada. And wow. I, I was there for about three years and working and living and then it was time to come home back to Australia and this is the time when I really knew that this was um, probably going to be it's you know the most difficult time to experience this this um this phenomenon and when I came home like I'd not I'd known of friends that had experienced going through this and I just thought I'm ready for it and I just I guess I just really wasn't. I, I don't know if you can ever really prepare yourself for, um, you know, returning to something after having been away for so long. So right. I guess that's how I um, came across it. It's always sort of flowed in and out through my life. <laughs> well, so after being in Canada for three years, did that start to feel more like, I mean, similar to how you were feeling in Australia? Because you know, after three years, it's kind of a home and not really, um, you know, a vacation anymore. Or or did it still feel, you know, new and exciting and adventurous? Yeah, absolutely. I had started to, you know, create a life for myself in Canada and I'd, I had 
work and I had friends and I was involved in sporting teams and, you know, had my favourite places to go. And I think um, I just saw Canada, I just viewed it as a, you know, a place that was so new and exciting and there were so many adventures to go on and, and that was okay. what I was exploring whilst I was there. So, um, okay. and I know that's something that we can do in our own life back home as well but um mm-hmm. that's just that was the frame of mind that I had when I was in Canada so it was so easy for me to just go out and and do new things and be in new place, places yeah yeah and when something feels short term you know like I don't plan on staying here I think that kind of helps um our viewpoint and keeps it a little more exciting than mm. I know I'm going to be here forever. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so what was it like returning home after being gone for three years? I mean, you were in a, a different country, like very different. Yeah, and it's always really um, an interesting time because it's just this mixture of emotions that um, vary. They can be at such different ends of the spectrum so in one in one hand it was really exciting and really so wonderful to be back at home and seeing my family and catching up with old friends and I really appreciated uh Australia the vibrancy the colors in the nature and it was perhaps something that I hadn't um really recognized before uh and it was just you know, you see the world in a different way after you've had such a change. And so mm-hmm. I, I live on the beach here in Australia and I was just, you know, I'd go out walking and see the blue, so so blue sky and ocean and the cliffs were red and the, the, the bushes and the forest were so green. It was just really beautiful. And I also, you know, had this, at the other end of the spectrum was just feeling this sadness and this like loss for my life in Canada and, um, you know, how, how will I ever be able to move forward and create, you know, I'd built up something that I had really loved there and to come back to Australia and not have any of that anymore in, in almost, you know, an instant, it, it just changes. And so, um, I think I really crave that life that I'd created for myself back there. Okay. And so how did you kind of cope with, um, with feeling, you know, a sense of loss? Um, and how did you kind of make Australia feel, um, similar to what you were feeling in Canada? Mm. Well, I just started exploring, um, you know, you know, I had to start, a lot of my friends had moved on from where I was living and were, you know, carrying on with their lives as they do. So um, I had to start exploring the things that I wanted to do. So um, and, and trying to bring those things that I'd established from Canada back to my life in Australia. So it was all about getting out and, and going on adventures and seeing different things here and, and finding my interests and new friendship circles and just going um, and joining sporting teams and, and finding where my people were. And um, it, it took a long time. And, and but eventually, you know, you, you can build up what, what you had or, or not what you had, but something new that's, that's yours and your life to, mm-hmm. to create around you. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, you know, in the place where we live, we, we aren't as adventurous and bold as we are when we're in a new place because we want to see and do everything in the time that we have. Mm. Um, so we can be doing that, you know, where we live, too. Yeah, absolutely. 
hundred <laughs> percent. Can you explain um, what destination addiction um, is? Mm. Well, it's when we become so fixated on a place that um, the place that we're going, you know, that we're so fixated on that we just forget to enjoy the present moment and we forget to enjoy the way to get there and what we're doing right now or I guess you could call it the journey. So um, what's strange about that whole phenomenon is that when you actually get to the destination it's only really a few moments of joy or happiness or a few days or whatever it is before that cycle will then start again and we have a new um, destination to focus on or a new goal or a new aim. Okay. It's like having an itch, um, you know, for it's almost, I don't want to say getting bored, but for wanting, needing to keep going and keep moving, going to new places and Absolutely. And even just not settling for where we are now and just not being okay with what you're doing in this present moment because it might not be as, like, bold and exciting as what you have done or or where you might, the end goal, where you might be going. Um, But to know that where we are right now um, is just equally as important. Right. Um, You know, this kind of reminds me of people when they're talking about their career or their love life. Even mm. you know, I know mm. a lot of people who they always seem to be chasing the idea of something better or someone better, and they're struggling to be satisfied with their current job, their salary, their romantic partner. Um, so, would you say destination addiction can apply to more than just um, a need for travel and adventure? Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're exactly right. Because even though, in you know, in the way that it's said, it's destination, we sort of mm-hmm. uh, we think of a place or you know somewhere where we're going or maybe a trip, adventure or holiday. But yeah, it absolutely does apply to anything, anything that maybe mm-hmm. we create a goal around or we put a ped- pe- put on right. a pedestal. You know, it's that mm-hmm. obsession of something in the future that's not yet real. Like we become obsessed yeah. over what it is. And um, I think, you know, we we really, when you strip it all back, we really only have the present moment. The past is gone. Mm-hmm. The future's not here yet, but the present moment is what we have. So that's what we need to focus on and enjoy uh, because when we reach the destination, we will look back and say, Oh, that that was the fun part. That was the enjoyable part. Right, yeah. Well, we do have this fear of missing out on things and missing opportunities and and making and settling on one thing when something could have come along better but not Mm. stuff. Um, Mm. And then we really end up throwing away the opportunities that are kind of right there and missing out on on things just like you were saying. Mm. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, that fear of, missing out and and maybe not excuse me maybe not um being or or doing something that maybe you see other people doing and that you think that you want to do that um rather than thinking about what it is that you really want to do and yeah and following that rather than you know maybe following somebody else or big going to do something because a friend told you to or or okay. yes maybe seeing something yeah. on Instagram yeah. that you, you think yeah, oh Instagram. I really want to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> um so you know in your um intro we talked a bit about how 
um, you really help people now um, and coming back to reality from a travel mm-hmm. or holiday. Um, so how do you assist people uh, in coming back to that reality? What helps? Mm, yeah, it's, um, I think as a life coach, what I have learned is that even just um, having a third party or someone that mm-hmm. um, perhaps is not a friend or is not involved in their life um, mm-hmm. and someone that they can, you know, that will actually get get them and understand what they're going through. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I work one-on-one with people and we I help them to set goals of what they want to achieve, which, you know, again, it's, it's, a, it's something in, in the future, you know, we could become fixated on this goal and, and where we're going. But my focus is to really create those action steps, those small things that they can do that they will enjoy every day. And, and I think even just being, um, you know, that person to just to understand what they've been through, it can, yeah. can some, sometimes be enough, but what I really just help them tune into where they are right now and what are the things that they can start to enjoy and embrace and fall in love with in their life right now rather than looking back to what they're, where they've been because, you know, there's more amazing memories and more amazing adventures that are to come. So they start with where you are right now and my job is to, you know, to try and find those inside the people that I work with. Right. Okay. So just paying attention to the present and maybe even thinking what what you actually want and, and how can we get there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, paying attention to the present and, mm-hmm. and trying to get them to see where they are and what's around them in this moment and and um, and, and how they can get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how can we incorporate sense of adventure and thrills into our everyday life? What are some things that you do? Uh, well, one thing that I want to say about this is that we don't need to look at adventure as such a big thing. I think, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we put adventure as this grand scale thing that, you know, you have to fly to a different country. And jump out of a plane. <laughs> yeah, jump out of a plane or, um, you know, mm-hmm. go travelling in Europe for two months. But th- there are so many little things that can be an adventure. So it might just be um, taking the afternoon and going on a road trip or finding a waterfall that's close to you and, and going to check it out. It might just be taking the weekend um, and, and going and spending the day at a, a hot springs or something like that. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be this big grand thing. It might just be like a hike in your, in your hometown or, you know, some, something close to nature. Um, I think the adventure, like the meaning of adventure is being excited for what's unknown. So, you know, it's, it could just be as simple as like going to a new cafe or baking a new Mm -hmm. recipe. So what is it that, yeah, what, what is something that you don't know that you can explore and get excited Mm -hmm. for? (laughs) And, you know, even, even, um, just as an example, um, I was actually just returning home from a holiday the other day and so I um, I was I had to visit a town about an hour away from where I live and um, I just put into my I, I've just moved to a new place so I've put into my GPS you know how to get home and 
um, I was driving along the road and I'm like, this isn't the same way that I normally go. And I thought sooner or later it was going to turn back onto this main road, mm-hmm. but it, it never did. And I just, you know, I could have got stressed and worried and, you know, backtracked yeah. and tried to get onto that road, but I just decided, you know, the GPS is going to take me to where I had to go. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, so rather than fuss that, you know, I was on the wrong roads, I just trusted and I went for it. And, um, it was such it was such a beautiful trip. Like I'm gonna take that yeah. that way more times now because um, you know, it was it was better than going on the, the normal road that I go on. Right. You know, and then that has happened to me a couple of times too and then every time I try to go back and find, you know, where I got lost, it's, <laughs> it's like it turned into a wonderland. I can never find it again. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you know, you hear that all the time. Just walk a different way to work or, you know, mm-hmm. take a different way. But, yeah, you know, different yeah, it really does, um, you know, open your, up, your eyes up and it's something new mm-hmm. and different and exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it helps not getting stuck in, into a routine. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners that um, my questions haven't addressed so far? Um. I think that what I want to say is that, like, you know, we can be so hard to on ourselves sometimes when we're going through um, things, you know, like being fixated on something in the future or, you know, coming home from big travels or adventures and, and feeling, mm-hmm. you know, like they're in the past. And just to really um, be kind to yourself because I think we can be, you know, we can be our worst enemies sometimes mm-hmm. because we're we are telling ourselves we you know we should be doing it this way or should we we should be doing it that way and I think um, you know life is not to be happy a hundred percent of the time because mm-hmm. you know if we didn't know happiness then um, if we didn't know sadness we wouldn't know happiness and so right. I think it's to my message is that. It's okay to, you know, be experiencing emotions that perhaps aren't that feeling, good feeling, <laughs> because, you know, that's what, that's what makes the, the good times so much better. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's learning how to be okay with experiencing a wide range of emotions and, um, right. and you know, not being so hard on yourself that you always have to be, um, you know, where you think your mind wants you to be. <laughs> yeah, happy-go-lucky all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So give yourself a break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a great message to end on that, that we need to be more kind and um, appreciating the simpler things. And, yeah. Yeah, and not, not making things um, so complicated and difficult and complex that, um, that we can be enjoying every day and, and doing something different. Yeah. Um, more than we think. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for interviewing with us. Um, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What I Wish People Knew. If you'd like to learn more, please contact us at www.acceptingtherapy.com or you can reach us at 312-373-0782. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks.